Hello and welcome to another episode of The Remake Mistake, brought to you by WolfbaneBlooms.com. In this podcast, we're going to take a look at an original horror movie, as well as its remake, in order to answer two questions. First, does the remake stand up to the original? And second, should it have been remade at all? Or was this remake a mistake? Even a man who is pure in heart and says his prayers by night may become a wolf when the wolf bane blooms. And the autumn moon is bright. I forgot the first rule of remakes, Jill. Don't fuck with the original. Alrighty, in this episode we are looking at 1953's The House of Wax and uh, it's very loose 2005 remake. I'm Eric and with me as always is Mike. Loose Wax. Loose Wax. Yeah. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Uh, I also said The House of Wax. That's not right. Right out of the gate. House of the Wax. It's just called House of the Wax. House of the Wax. House of the Waxman. Yeah. Spelled D-A. Yeah. House of the Wax. Right. I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so these are these are movies uh had you seen either of these movies? i had seen neither of these wow that's i wasn't really looking forward to either no why not i don't know you just had bad vibes about it yeah i mean i've never been steered wrong with vincent price well, but sure. those like old 50s b movies never really appealed to yeah. me too much that's fair but this one i loved yeah this might be my favorite vincent price movie wow really yeah, spoiler alert. Yeah, well, <laughs> kind of bearing the lead there. Yeah. All right, uh, and then you hadn't seen the remake, but no, that's probably I what was giving it. you yeah bad vibes. No. It's notoriously not good. Yeah. Well, you throw out Paris Hilton. Yeah. I had not seen the remake, but I had seen the original. I th- you hadn't? I thought you'd no, seen had. it. No, I had. The remake? Had. I thought you'd seen both of them. Oh, Lord, had I? You told me you had. Maybe it was this so was the bad first time where it. I hadn't seen either, and you had seen both. Well, there you go. I did see it, mm. probably uh, as a as a teen, as a young man, mm. as a boy. I would have been uh, uh, a, done with the story. A junior in high school when this movie came out. Yeah, which one? <laughs> nice. All right. Nineteen fifty three. House of Wax. Uh, Vincent Price, obviously. 95% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, it deserves that. Yeah, it's a good movie. It was... Yeah, it, it's been better than most of the movies that have come out. Yeah. It's, uh, now. it's under an hour and a half, so now. pretty short. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> Directed by Andre the Tooth. The <laughs> Andre the Toth. The Toth. Andre the Tooth. Uh, a man with one eye. Hmm. Famously, uh, couldn't see the 3D in his own 3D oh, yeah, movie. That's right. Um, because he was blind or it was missing. I'm not sure. Do you sure. think that if he could have seen it, he would have changed his ways? <laughs> you know, I don't that's know. The, the worst part of that movie. Yeah, but it's it's pretty few and far between, though. Like, well, it's there's not overwhelming. One scene takes it literally out of the movie. Yeah, he a man addresses the audience, breaks yeah. the breaks the fourth wall and vincent price just says good job hiring that guy yeah yeah he doesn't say it sarcastically yeah that's the only connection yeah it's a uh it's like a a carnival barker style guy who's standing out in front of the The wax museum doing paddle ball like in people's faces real aggressively yeah (laughs) people are not enjoying no no you could tell he's getting a little too close yeah but then he, he points it at the camera and is like hey i'm gonna knock the popcorn out of your hand pal yeah See? 
That's how they talked, right? Yeah. Yes. It is important to note that though this movie came out in 53, it takes place in like the early 1900s. Yeah. So it's like it's 50 years in the past, even when it came out. It's probably, yeah. Um, anyway, other than Vincent Price, it's got Carolyn Jones, who uh, was Morticia in the Adams Family television, television series. TV series. As well as uh, a mute uh, Charles Bronson. Yeah. Big ugly Charles Bronson doesn't say anything. Which that's his greatest uh, attribute is his voice. Sure, not in this though. It's no, just, it's his, just that wise guy voice. His ugly face. Yeah, his his chiseled from stone face. Yeah, they weren't finished. He looks like a wax figure. Mm. No. Mm. All right. Here we go. House of Wax. Nineteen fifty-three. Well, uh, we we are. Intro to Vincent Price's House of Wax, uh, and we meet Matthew, who is, is his partner and investor, mm-hmm. uh, and he wants him to make scary House of Horrors style yeah. wax figures. Vincent Price is all about working for other places. Yeah, he's, he just so. wants uh, you know Marie Antoinette and Joan yeah. of Arc. Well, he wants to fuck him. Well, yeah, he is a little he's, he's weird with it. Yeah, these are his friends, his family, his lovers that he rapes. Yeah. Um, well, I guess it's... Anyways. <laughs> his his name is, is something Jared. Jared is his last name. Vincent Jared. Vincent Jared. Uh, so he gives... He has this art critic and rich person come over who's going to try to buy out Matthew, the yeah. other investor. Um, the guy's interested. He's going to do it, but he needs some time. Well, he's going out of the country. And yeah, he's going to back. Egypt. Ooh, Everybody to get a went mummy. to Egypt then. Why yeah. did they all go to Egypt? It's where the mummies were. Oh, you're right. Um, so Put your mummy where your mouth is. <laughs> Matthew decides he can't wait for this dude to get back from Egypt, so he just burns the wax museum down. Yeah. He just wants the insurance money. In an incredibly... Like, he was uh, going to do that anyways. No matter what happened, oh, yeah. he was going to get that ready. money. Yeah. yeah, he went there to burn it down. Yeah. And the fire is... In, in, Sane in this movie. Yes. It uh, actually, like, I was reading online that it got out of control immediately and, like, burned a hole in the ceiling of the... But they just let it go. Yeah. And Vincent Price was terrified. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, you only have one shot with that. Yeah. Like... Well, the director couldn't see half the fire, though. That's true. You can only see the left side of the fire. And he had no depth perception, so... He's like, this doesn't look so bad. Yeah, it's just way over there (laughs) in the background. (laughs) It's just a little fire off to the side. (laughs) Um, so they beat the shit out of each other while the while the building's burning down. Matthew escapes. The building blows up because they have gas lamps. Yes, everywhere. Yeah, it's very much like you got a very Jack the Ripper feel during this movie. I'm yeah, sure that was intended for sure. Um, the building blows up. Jared Vincent Jared's body is never found, and Matthew collects twenty five thousand dollars insurance money. Does not pass go. Good for him, you know. Yeah. He, he set out to do something, and then he did it. Well. Uh, meanwhile, we see a badly burned Vincent Price, now still alive, poking around. Looking like Dark Man. Did you ever see Dark Man? I'm aware of it. Yeah. They, Is his face disfigured? Yeah, and he wears the exact same outfit. Mm. He keeps his face Although wrapped. Although we're but. not supposed to know it's him yet. I know, but how could you not? I don't know. Were people were people confused when they saw it originally? Like, did, could well, you not tell that's Vincent Price? You're supposed to know, but 
then we see Vincent Price later in the movie, and his face is fine. So right. which one's the mask? Yeah. I was wondering that. Like, am I not supposed to know this is Vincent Price? You're not Price? supposed it's to. It's very know. obvious, though. I mean, he, he looks like Vincent Price. Just a disfigured Vincent Price. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was a big reveal later at yeah. the end I of mean, the movie. I mean, it is a huge reveal, yeah. yeah. Well, then a disfigured monster. Thank you. You're welcome. Is out poking around. And uh, he goes to Matthew's house and hangs him from an elevator shaft. Yeah. Very graphic too. Yeah, a lot of this is shockingly graphic. There was a there was a portion during the sequence though where I was like, "Man, it's different style of filmmaking." They show him, uh, you know, bring the rope over to the elevator. He ties the rope up, walks out of frame, comes back in frame with Matthew's body, ties the rope around his neck, throws him over, like all just one shot. long shot. The camera never moves. It's like, man, this would have been like forty different cuts. It was, it shouldn't have been though. It, that's exactly what it should have been. Yeah, it's pretty effective. Getting to watch Vincent Price tie knots. Yeah, I can watch a whole video of him tying knots. Yeah, he really did it. Like, I don't. Was it pre-tied for him? <laughs> I don't know. He, he could he, have been a magician. He made quick work of it though. Yeah. He hung the shit out of that guy. Yeah. Well. Well, first he strangled him, and then he hung him. Yeah. Made it look like a suicide. Lost. Was he dead though? Yeah, he, he hung was him dead and already. Him and no, I know, but he was dead already before he hung him. Yeah, he wanted to make it seem like he hung himself. Interesting. Out of guilt, he should have just knocked him out and then hung him. That would have been more brutal. Yeah, but then he could have screamed, and that dish lady, dish there was a dish mop lady, lady could have come and rescued him. True. Her job is to wash stairs. <laughs> she was washing stairs. Yeah. What a bummer, man. Yeah. Um, after Matthews killed. Uh, the mysterious monster kills or goes after um, yeah kills his girlfriend yeah Kathy who is Morticia from yeah. the Adams family she's a real pretty lady yeah. well she's real annoying yeah and then he goes and kills her it, and perhaps the most unsettling scene in that movie is when, when she's getting that corset tied and oh, how thin she is man that there's like a 10 minute sequence of her putting well, clothes they're, on they're giving exposition while but, it's yeah. happening but I didn't listen to it because she yeah. was too thin. Well, I know. Once they tied that corset all the way up, it was disturbing. Yeah. She looked like a, like a freak. Yeah. She deserved to die. <laughs> well, she gets it. How did uh, she get it? Just strangled? Yeah, we don't see. She's just dead in the bed. Yeah. Her friend, Sue, who becomes kind of our main uh, protagonist. Yeah, her uh, roommate. Yeah. See, finds her dead body, sees the monster in the room and runs. And there's a chase scene yeah. through the streets of London. She gets away, though. Are they in London? I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of probably like the Wolfman we're not supposed to know. It's not important to the story. Is it New York? Yes. There you go. Although we... What really sold me in that scene was how quickly he tied those knots. Yeah. I when mean, he tied them around... and Because she gets taken to the morgue and he just ties everything and yeah. hangs her over. He's like, that was very well rigged. <laughs> He had done that before. Yeah, he's a pro. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. Tied my heart. Yeah. Uh, so like you said, he goes to the morgue and he steals Kathy's body out. In a beautiful scene. Her, her beautiful body. No, no the, the scene. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, so he has then, two henchmen. Yeah. So then we go, we meet, we see him now, Vincent Price now, looking normal, as you mentioned earlier. In a wheelchair. Yeah. With, with, see, that's 
bad hands. I think how we're not supposed to think it's him. Yeah. Maybe he got some monster to do his bidding. Yeah. Because he's looking Can, great. Yeah. yeah. And he even says he can't walk and he, his hands are all messed up because he can't sculpt. Yeah. And he shows his scarred hands. Yeah. Um, tortured soul. So he's, you know, we see him now and he's, he's real chipper. He's got the investor back from Egypt, and he's yeah. like, hey, listen, I'm going to rebuild the museum. It's going to be fucking horrifying. Yeah. It's, it's going to be a total nightmare. Should have done this to begin with. Yeah, and the guy's like, oh, really? But, all right, I'll give you the he money. He has this elaborate wax pouring machine. Yeah, ridiculous wax pouring machine. Oh, that was one thing I was surprised about this movie. Because hmm. I literally knew nothing about it except that it existed. Uh, it was in color. Oh, yeah, yeah, I thought yeah. it was going to be black and white. Honestly, I've seen it several times, and it still surprised me when I pressed play. Because I always associate it with House on Haunted Hill in my mind. Yeah, that's probably you know, what I did, yeah. too. And so I just think of it as black and white, and it surprised me. Yeah, because that wax is a gross... It's like It reminds me of the color. blob. Yeah. It looks like... It's Steve that weird, McQueen, like, I get you. pink. Yeah. Like, oh, I... Yeah. It looks like Steve McQueen. Oh, yeah, you're colorblind. I didn't know it was pink. Sorry, dude. Like a milky gray. No, sorry to burst your bubble. It's very pink. Um, like Pepto pink? Pepto pink. Like blob pink. Did you not see the blob as pink? How did no. that not come up in the blob episode? I don't know. The blob was red. Well, it's pretty pink. Oh. Well. Sorry. I guess I'll have to resign in disgrace. Yeah. Um, find a new co-host. <laughs> New host, you're the co-host. Nice. Uh, <laughs> as he's showing the investor his, you know, wax, waxing machines, um, he reveals that he has a wax figure of of the hanged Matthew, the, the, his investor. Is it important to make note that at the beginning, the some of the important wax figures to him, like. Marie yeah. Antoinette and, and Joan, of Joan of Arc. Yeah. He had Lincoln in there too for some reason. Yeah. But he was more obsessed with Booth. Yeah, he was into Booth. Yeah. Um, yeah, because he he's never satisfied with him. And he wants to find the perfect one. And he does that with the two leading ladies. Yeah. Joan of Arc and Marie Antoinette. Yeah. He's got a real weird thing with Marie Antoinette. It's his yeah. masterpiece. Which one is Marie? The... Roommate, not Morticia, right? Right. Okay, Morticia becomes Joan of Arc. Spoiler alert. With a wig. With a wig. With a wig. Uh, then there's an intermission. Why didn't he dye her hair? Here's the thing. I, I also have a problem with it. Also, the waxing process would have, would have covered have, her hair. Would have completely screwed her hair. Yeah. They would have had to shave her head first. Yeah. Which I think is something they do in the remake. Yeah. They shave. He shaves Ooh, all I the hair. I got scared of that when you're saying real life. <laughs> oh no yeah of course they were, weren't none of them were actually wax it was just them but right. we're told they're wax yeah interesting things are starting to fall apart yeah I, the the hair reveal is weird yeah she's got her normal hair. i mean i guess it's necessary and people aren't thinking too much back then for a, yeah. a shitty b movie also one of the one of the plot points later on is that she notices that the wax figure has her ears pierced which that would have gotten covered in wax, let's yeah, be honest. Unless he did it after. He re-pierces the ears. <laughs> Charles Bronson could have done that. He's a weird guy. True. They True. could have put a bathing cap on her, too. Yeah, there's a lot of issues here. Um, all right, so there's a 10-minute intermission. Oh, yeah. Right now. 
Oh. We'll tell you, we're going to take 10 minutes. <laughs> Speaking of. Okay, we're back from intermission. The Wax Museum is now open. The brand new, super fancy Wax Museum. Yeah, it was real nice. Real nice, yeah. Real big, too. He's, he put that, Very that popular. money to good use. The people I didn't care for were those, that group of like three ladies who kept yes. passing out and being amazed by the... The Barker, yeah, uh, they, yeah, and then they go inside and just—that's like, really the only comic relief in this whole movie. Yeah. Oh, and then there's—were we introduced to the other characters yet? Because there's a cop going around who's a little suspicious. Yeah. An investigator. Yeah. I don't know. He's suspicious about the deaths. Yeah. He starts sniffing around more. Yeah. This is where things really start to take shape. <laughs> where where things really pick up. Yeah. Uh, all right. So we mentioned the horrible paddle ball guy already. Um, so Sue, the um, the friend, shows up and immediately recognizes that the Joan of Arc sculpture looks exactly like Kathy. Yeah, she becomes obsessed with it. Yeah. And so once Vincent Price sees her, he imagines her as his Marie Antoinette uh, figure. And we also get that other guy. The, the sculpt, yeah. yeah. It's like He's like a young, up-and-coming sculptor who yeah. kind of... Um, and Vincent Price... Takes him under his yeah. wing. He's like, come work for me. My hands are shit. Yeah. You got young hands. He's like, let me see your hands. Yeah. And the guy just kind of waves it in front of his <laughs> face. And he's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Done some good hands. <laughs> Those look good. Yeah. Delicious And hands. the cops there, too. thing yeah. I'll say about that investigator was, I'm glad that we didn't have that character just confused the whole time, like not knowing, oh, who could it be? He pretty much knows right yeah. away. He just needs to prove it. Right. Yeah. Right, right. And his partner, who is a better actor than most of the people in it. Yes. Seriously. I like that guy. Um, None of the acting was that bad, to be honest. No. It's, it's just a very specific type of acting. It's that very, like... A little like, over the top. Yeah, like almost stage acting. Yeah. You know? Well, Especially Vincent Price. He like It always feels like he's doing stage acting. Yeah. Well, he... Has he ever made a serious movie? I like, mean, he was in, like, some, like, Shakespearean-style yeah. things. Actual stage plays. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so Sue decides to go back later after hours at night to, to really touch it. get up close on this Joan of Arc figure. Yeah. And um, this is when she pulls the wig off and realizes, oh shit, it's actually Kathy. Does it wow. happen that fast? Yeah. I mean, there's oh. some people, they're poking around in between there, but that's basically. Yeah. Because yeah. I guess once they go go to the, uh, the, what is it, museum? Is it technically a museum? It's a house. A house. <laughs> Once they go to the house, <laughs> they, uh, I guess it's pretty much like that's right into the climax. Yeah. Um, so Vincent Price confronts her and she like hits him and his, his, his wax cracks, mask cracks which off. Which that bothered me a little bit. Yeah, it's weird I mean, how it, was, it happens. It was a pretty cool reveal, but if it was that fragile, then it never would have been able to move. Yeah. Because it's wax. Well, sure. And then, like, throughout the rest of the movie, he talks. It looks like he's just normal. Yeah. It doesn't look like he has. He is normal. Well, I know. Spoiler yeah. alert. Right. It's just weird. He had to break it to you. Yeah. They should have had They should have had him something on his face. Yeah. Anyway. But anyway, so, you know, she she sees it and then just passes out, as women were wont to do yeah. in the 1900s. 
had to pass out. Well, you can't really blame her for seeing this horrible. Uh, it is pretty horrific. Like the prosthetic is pretty good. Yeah, yeah, very good. I mean, it's gross. Bluish, <laughs> lumpy monster. Yes, he was allergic to bees and got stung a lot in the face. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty fucking graphic. Yeah. Um. So she faints, and he ties her to a table and begins to the, the table. The waxing process strips her naked. Yeah, butt naked. Mm-hmm. Button all. She's she's strapped in, um, and then back at the ranch, back at the police station, one of his lackeys, one of Vincent Price's lackeys. Oh yeah, the alcoholic. He gives up. He gives up the story to For the police. For a drink, yeah. died of consumption. Yeah. So the police are on their way. Uh, the Charles Bronson attacks the young sculptor guy who comes back to try mm-hmm. to save her. Very ape-like. Yeah. Puts his head in the guillotine. Yeah. Which was one of the props. Yeah. In the museum. A la having a Costello meet Frankenstein. Oh, yeah. Uh, the police show up at the last second. Why would they have a real guillotine? Guillotine. I don't know why they would have a real one. Is that where Gillette comes from? Yeah, from Gillettatine. Gillettatine. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. I actually read that that scene was like fucked up because the director uh, insisted on using like using a sharp okay. thing like a real thing and the actor was like not cool with it and uh so they argued about it and he was like i'll give you one take i'm, I'm only doing this once and they did it once and that's the take that's in the movie good so that fear is real yeah because it was like there was not any safety precaution in place yeah they were just like gonna pull him out at the last second <laughs> i can't imagine yeah. that would never fly well, it's like back period. before like in the 30s when they had gangster movies they were using actual bullets yeah it's all like pre-code stuff where you just no rules. Edward G. Robinson or James Cagney, one of them, just sitting like hiding in a building in a movie, and they're like actually shooting out the window next to his head. <laughs> That's good stuff, man. Yeah. Fucked up. It's like Tom Landis, crazy. Yeah. He killed a man. Don't forget that. I'll never forget. Killed a man and a child, I think. Yep. With a helicopter. Twilight Zone. Yeah. He's a evil Bond villain. <laughs> Not one of those good bomb villains. No. Anyways, back at the guillotine. Yeah. <laughs> they pull him out, and uh, the police show up, and, and uh, Jared tries to get out of there, and he falls into a giant vat of... waiting for someone to fall into the wax. Of gray wax. Gray wax. Of pink wax. It's gray. And Sue is saved. Sue is saved. And they, the end. Yeah. <laughs> a cop comes and places a jacket over her naked body. Yeah, and then she thanks him in the next scene. And then a guy sneezes real loud about it, and that's yeah. the end of the movie. It really ends with a guy obnoxiously sneezing. Yeah. Why? What's the bit? 3D. Okay. It was a 3D sneeze. And I really enjoyed that movie. I mean, it's great. Yeah. Movies like that should be short like this. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was, yeah, it was the perfect There was line. nothing, you couldn't cut anything out of that movie. Well, that's not true. Some of the corset the tightening. Oh, yeah, and the yeah. battle bog barker. <laughs> battle bog barker? Battle pog. <laughs> well, I'm going to go to bed. Hmm. All right, man. That was good. It is a good movie. And now... Uh, I will revisit that movie. Yeah. We should watch... Something we didn't know before we started this was that there... This was brought to my attention minutes ago. Yeah, was that this movie is actually a remake yeah. of another movie... Uh, Called something. Yeah. House Mysterious Mysterious House of Wax. <laughs> yeah. Or something like that. Uh from the thirties. Uh 
they're both based on the same by on, on a, a book. What? Yeah. Uh, Man, they knew how to do movies based on books back then. They sure did, yeah. Some of the best movies of the time were based on books. Yeah. Okay, Dracula, so it, Frankenstein. Yeah. Home with the Wind. The Invisible Man. Eternity. Invisible Man is the best one probably. Oh, ep, ep, it's a phenomenal re- yeah. like adaptation, I mean. Why did that happen that they no longer go by the book? I don't know. They go by the book. Go I mean, Harry Potter movies are kind of close, right? Yeah. There. The Shining's not. No. Heavens, no. And it's inferior to the book. True. Hmm. Hmm. Um, anyway, it was called, I had to look it up for my own sanity. Oh, called interesting. Mystery of the Wax Museum. It's a 1933 horror film. Who made it? Anyone famous? Uh, directed by Michael Curtis. Oh, that's almost my name. Oh, yeah, that's pretty close. Michael Kramitz. <laughs> Anyway, so we should probably watch that at some point. I'm not going to. You're not interested? Nah. Anything before 34, get the fuck out. (laughs) No, anything between 33 and 34. I see. Yeah. That makes sense. Anything before 33. It's good stuff. We should probably make a rule about the early 2000s, too, because, man, oh, man, a lot of shit in there. What do you mean a rule? That we're just not going to watch anything between 2002 oh. and 2006. Well, what about 2002 and 2006? Huh? Sure. Man, was there any good horror movies during that time? <laughs> I don't know. Some of the Scream me remakes were in there, and those are okay. Not remakes, sequels. Yeah, I guess. Those were good. All right. Well, House of Wax was 2005, so let's talk about that and how good that it's was. It's going to bother me now. I'm going to have to look that up later when All horror right. movies came out. 2005 House of Wax is 25% on Rotten Tomatoes. Which is, it deserves less. Yeah. No, I guess that's right. It's okay. These are both accurately rated. This is almost a two-hour movie, just shy of two hours. Too long. And it feels that. Oh, my. It feels so much longer than that. Uh, yes. Directed by a man whose name I can't pronounce, but he also directed Orphan and the Shallows. What's his name? <laughs> I can't pronounce it, surely. <laughs> then don't pronounce it, surely. I won't. It was written by Chad and Carrie Hayes, who also wrote both Conjuring films, which I'm is sure a, they helped write the Conjuring. A shock. I don't think me. it was just them writing. Did Lee Winnell have anything to do with the Conjuring scripts? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he did. So there was like a team of writers on the Conjuring. Yeah. Kind see. of like scary movie, probably. Yeah. I find it hard to believe that these two, after doing. House of Wax would go on to the Conjuring movies and make yeah. some of the best horror movies of the 2000s. That's very fair. Um, this movie stars Alicia Cuthbert, mm-hmm. Chad Michael Murray, mm-hmm. Jared Padalecki, our second mm-hmm. Jared Padalecki movie. Yeah, did we get one from the other guy too? What's his name? Oh yeah, he was in My Bloody Valentine. But was he in another one? Oh no. Uh, We're talking about the Supernatural uh, boys right now. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, Jared Padalecki and other. Yeah, you're talking to to someone who doesn't really watch it, though. Who, me? know their faces. Oh, I don't watch Supernatural. Oh, well, we Um, have no business discussing it. No, not at all. But, but yeah, he was also in the Friday the 13th remake. I thought he was in another one, too. Hmm. Maybe. Anyways. Uh, In this movie... (sighs) Other than, you know, by title and by... Uh, One of the characters' name is Vincent. Dipping people in wax, there's not much similarity. Yeah, there's a character named Vincent. But nothing else. No. There's some aspects of this I liked. Yeah. A little bit better than the, like, the small town... No, I guess not. 
I like that the house of wax was made of wax. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> no. No. All right, let's talk about oh it. Oh, my God. I just remembered the <laughs> ending with all the CGI. That was so bad. Don't think about it yet. I can't. You got to build up to it. It's like a bad CGI river of wax. <laughs> what color was the wax in this movie? Oh, no. It was like beige? yellow. Okay. Pretty I can close beige. to beige, yeah. The normal color of untreated wax. Untreated wax. wax. Yeah. Um, this movie literally fell victim to every like cliche that 2000s remakes fall victim Not even to. Just horror movie remakes. Yeah, it's pretty or astounding. Movies, I mean, how it still happens. Yeah. And yet, was this successful? I don't know. Oh, you got a computer. I assumed you were looking. I mean, it got a 25%. Yeah, but that doesn't mean it didn't bring in the money. It did $32 million at the box office. That's better than I'd imagine. On a budget of I don't know what. <laughs> well, Paris Hilton money. Yeah. Yeah, Paris Hilton's in it. That's the only thing I knew about this movie. It was oh, the Paris Hilton. The budget was $30 million. And the gross U.S. was thirty-two million. So they really they didn't broke pull in even. Them. Although worldwide was seventy, so oh. they well, broke even domestically. Not really, because if you count in like half the, another half of the budget for marketing yeah, and stuff, that's true. They didn't really. They break probably even. lost money. This was this near the tail end of the remakes of two thousands, or was it the beginning, or is it the white hot center i think this is at the 2005 that's the beginning yeah because they, they started really picking up like because six seven eight like in texas chainsaw is like the first one that yeah. people took note of yeah a lot of the ones we've done have been 2009 2010 in that area yeah, that's true which isn't even that long ago which makes it worse that that's these, only that they got away ago. with this yeah crazy <clears throat> all right there's, there's nothing compelling there's nothing no you know drama or any tense situations no nothing no some gross shit though yeah that's not a movie yeah all right 1974 uh there's they, they introduce us to a shitty shitty kid this right off the bat scared me because i got black christmas remake vibes. oh yeah totally black christmas remake vibes don't don't give me a backstory of the murderer. Right. When the murderer is just going to be a uh, nameless slasher. Yeah. I don't need a backstory. Like with Vincent Price, he wasn't a slasher. He was. He had a mission. Yeah. But in this to fuck one, as many wax figurines as he could. And boy, he did it. You mm-hmm. know. Yeah. You got to respect that. Tried cutting out that and just going with straight hot wax, but <laughs> didn't work. No. Burned him pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. All right, and then it just cuts to present day. House of Wax title card. Yep. Uh, we get a group of friends traveling to a football game, and that's, all right, you know, Alicia Cuthbert. Chad Michael Murray is Alicia Cuthbert's brother. In the movie. In the movie. Jared Padalecki's her boyfriend, right? Yeah. Yes, they don't like each other, the boyfriend and the brother. Right. Something about going to school. Yeah. They really want us to care about who these people are. Yeah. That's another thing to tick off of our... Uh, 2000s movies yeah where the characters all of a sudden we have to care about yeah they all have backstories true as shallow and horrible as they are yeah and it's like they got to give you a backstory to all of them yeah it's like with that friday the 13th remake too it's like here's 12 a backstory of here's every backstory like 20 minutes into the for the people who aren't going to make it past 20 minutes into the movie yeah and give them backstory crazy 
Um, also, Paris Hilton is there with her boyfriend. She doesn't really get a backstory. No. All we know about her is that she may or may not be pregnant. Yeah, and she's a slut. Yeah. And her boyfriend is also a slut. Yeah. Um, they huh. decide to stop and camp for the night. And they just want sex with each other, and they never really have <laughs> sex with each other. No. Even though they're alone a lot, Yeah. all of their motivation is sex with each other. True. And then death. Uh, what was the point of the characters being in the movie? To die. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, they ha- The wind brings uh, a terrible smell. They, they're like, oh, it's a horrible smell. Let's fucking party about it. And then they have a party. <laughs> <laughs> the wind? Oh, yeah, they're going on their way to a football game. <laughs> yeah, I said it. No, and was one of them supposed to play in it? Or he's just being so. there? Just a big game, you know? Sports know, ball. Because the brother has some legal issues. With that idiot. I don't One of the that. idiot is idiot with the video camera. Yeah. And he's the guy that was in Scary Movie. Sure. Uh, a creepy truck pulls up and just, you know, sits with his headlights on him. So Chad Michael Murray smashes one of his headlights. Can we just say CMM? CMM. Smim. Uh... They're pa- anyway, so that's that. They pack up in the morning, and uh, Jared Padalecki's car is sabotaged. Sabotage. Saboteur. Saboteur. Um, so they, you know, they're walking, and C- Carly's the character of Alicia Cuthbert, so I'm going to call her Carly. Not going to remember that. Carly falls down a pit of roadkill. In, in Into a, horrific, a pit of roadkill. Yeah, really gross. I don't know why they were just walking around. Scene, yeah. She's, like, trapped, like, face first. Yeah, I didn't understand that. That's where the smell was coming from. Well, sure. Um, then the roadkill man shows up, and and Jared Padalecki and Carly decide to go... Do we know his name? ...with him. I don't know his that's name. That's the guy who is going to be seen playing uh, Charles Manson in both oh, Mindhunter yeah. and Once Upon a Time in a... What is it? And Once... Something in Hollywood. Yeah, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That new Twint Tarantino movie. Yeah, Twinton Carantino. Twinton Carantino. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that guy. Yeah, I think he's on Walking Dead, too. We'll, we'll call him we Charlie Manson, then. Yeah. All right, so Charlie Manson He's the best character in the movie. And he's going to drive him to get a new belt for his yeah. car. Is he doing good? We don't know. Or is he just really gross? Hard to say. A little bit of both. Yeah. Or is it? Hmm. Uh, they eventually come to a flooded road, so they get out and walk, and uh, they make it to a town, which is completely deserted, except there's a funeral happening at a church in the town. A uh, guy comes out of the funeral who owns the garage, and he's like, yeah, I'll... He's laying to rest his mother or something? Yeah. He's yeah. like, I'll meet you over at the garage in 30 minutes. I'll sell you the fucking belt. So they go to steal the belt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they go to the oh, house yeah, of wax the house first. Of wax. Yeah, they find... They're poking around, they find it's it. It's a good-looking house of wax. It is. And like, like like you said earlier, everything's made of wax. Yeah. Even the, like, sign like, carved into the building. Oh, yeah. I like that sign. Yeah. Kind of reminiscent of the 20th Century Fox logo. Yeah. But wax. Yeah. yeah. Well, we don't know if the other <laughs> one works. <laughs> Fox logo might be wax. Yeah. Uh, the, the museum is closed, so they go in. And uh, they find out that everything is made by Vincent, mm-hmm. who was one of the two kids that we saw in the beginning. And Jared. Do we know his, his name? I don't know. It. Yeah, well, Jared, anyway. He just starts touching shit. <laughs> yeah. Going around breaking stuff. He oh, doesn't yeah. care. No, yeah. Complete fucking disregard. Um, he, his character was probably the biggest surprise to me in the movie. What happens yeah. to him? Sure. 
because I thought he was going to be the star of the movie. Yeah. Spoiler alert. He's not. He's not. He does know how to play a mean piano. Yeah. <laughs> they uh, they eventually go back over to the gas station. The dude meets him there, and he gives them the background on the House of Wax, which is that uh, um, the mother who was overseeing you know the house was the artist went crazy, mm-hmm. and the, these two boys were left alone there. To die. To, to die. Um, Carly realizes that the guy that they're talking to it's his truck which is the the truck yeah, with she the goes smashed headlight trying to get them yeah that was a nice reveal it was i liked it the scene in the house i actually thought was pretty effective this one here yeah jared goes uh into the house and gets well, locked except in. for the fact that old roman jared he's a wanderer of the heart starts going through the house yeah and he gets locked in oh i hate him yeah well he's he's dead now uh Doesn't he get wax in the eye or something yeah he's not dead Someone, so you see a hand come up and cut his like Achilles tendon, yeah. um, and then he gets waxed. So it's like this horrible, like he's like strapped in. It's another waxing machine, but yeah. a little more technologically yeah. advanced. It's like a chair, and they and shave his hair. Yeah, just like blasts him yeah, with like wax. spray paint of wax. Here's Michael. Why the why the fuck would he be alive? Like, why would they even want him to be alive for that? Wouldn't the process be easier if they just killed him first? Yeah. What benefit could there possibly be to leaving him alive? I mean, it's not like they're doing this to bring torture to people. Yeah. Otherwise, they would go out and seek more. Yeah, they're just... Although, with the end of the movie, when we find out that uh, Charlie Manson is the third brother... Spoiler alert. What a fucking shitty... Reveal that is? Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, That's a cop-out reveal. Yeah. Just tying the... Tying it back together. Yeah. That he brings them to this town. So clearly they're hunting people. Yeah. Maybe? I don't know. Um, so anyway, he's waxed. Carly then goes to uh, the church where the funeral was taking place and realizes that everyone at the it's funeral... It's now. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's still there and are wax. <laughs> she realizes... <laughs> the, is this when she realizes the whole town's wax? Yeah. Like we see somebody occasionally look out a window, move a curtain... Yeah. Right away, I said, that person's not real. That We're getting home alone. Yeah, yeah, we did. Yep, we got home alone real good. Yeah. Michael Jordan on the train. Yeah. Um, so the guy captures her, mm-hmm. Carly, and restrains her and her wrists. Or we noticed that his wrists are scarred up. Oh, yeah, because in the flashback, we saw that yeah, one that of the... piece of shit kid was, like, tied to his high chair. Yeah. Yeah. For some reason. Yeah. This is the grossest scene in the movie to me. I'm touchy about it, but uh, he super glues her fucking mouth shut. Didn't use wax because you can't drink wax, according to Ralph Wiggum. Wow. Instead, he uses super glue. Yeah. Like in that horrible Goodnight Mommy movie. That was one of the worst movies we'd seen. Here's the thing. Everybody loves that fucking movie. You're wrong. Yeah, you're wrong. It's not. Tell me why that's a good movie, and I'll tell you why you're wrong, because that's a shitty movie. Yeah. Tell People me why that that's movie. a good movie, and I'll ever tell you why it's <laughs> I don't have time I will, to talk I will about argue, a stupid movie. I will argue that Annabelle is a phenomenal movie and Goodnight Mommy is a piece of shit. I wouldn't say it's phenomenal, but definitely better than... Anyway, I just like being contrarian right now. Mm, um, very old English of you. Thank you. You're All right, welcome. at this point, Chad Michael Murray and the other uh, people, they, they get to the town. They've just been... They're trying to get to the game. The traffic was bad, so yeah. they come back to the town. They had two cars. They're going to take that one. Yeah. Come back. But I'll say this here. The movie at no point tries to get us to like 
any of these characters. No, not really. I mean, Chad Michael Murray becomes CMM becomes the the uh, like the hero, I guess. Yeah. Like one of the heroes, yeah. protagonists. He's introduced and we hate him, but there's right. no development where we would like him. Yeah, except we find out that he to... actually didn't hit someone or steal a car or whatever. It was his friend. Oh yeah, he was covering. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, the, there's an odd bit of chemistry like between Chad Michael Murray and, and Carly. They're supposed to be brother and sister, but like just as actors, they had more chemistry than like her and Jared Padalecki, who who probably could have should have been the yeah. brother and sister pairing. Chad Michael Murray was uh, he was right to hate him. Yeah. Weird vibes. Anyway. Well, you just, you got a little uh, weird about brother and sister thing. <laughs> they're weird. They're they're way, they're weird. Um, Carly is, uh, she she frees herself from the table that she's tied to. Her mouth's still super glued shut so she can't yell. And she's like sticking her fingers up through this grate. Yeah, because CMM's talking to the... Yeah, to the guy, the bad Vin- guy. Is he Vincent? I don't remember which one of these idiots is Vincent. There's two guys. <laughs> Two guys out of Black Christmas. Yeah, it's the two brothers. Yeah, so just called stupid. two brothers. Yeah, two brothers brewery. Um, so she's got her fingers through the grate trying to get his attention. Please stop wiggling your fingers like people can see it. You don't like that? Yeah, it's a visual just for you. Yeah, I don't like it. Anyway, the the dude cuts her fingers off. Let's see that visual. Up oh, there it is. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that many fingers left. So while her fingers are cut off, she then just decides, fuck it. She rips her lips open, which is disgusting. She also happened in Goodnight Mommy. Ex- yep, exactly. She's, so you're saying that Goodnight Mommy is a remake of House of Wax. It's probably closer than, than this than movie the, is. To, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's very true. Yeah. Anyway, they fight. and um, Who cares? Yeah. The other guy who's completely nameless in this movie and pointless. That's the guy from Scary Movie. Yeah. He, he's got a sideways hat on, so you know he's the comic relief. Yeah. He goes into the house of wax, finds wax Jared. I guess it would be a hat on sideways. What did you say? Sideways hat. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got there? One of them sideways hats? <laughs> um, I've only seen him. Cut that. Yeah. There's this really gross scene where he discovers This scene that, makes no sense. Oh, I'm going to knock the table over. This pissed me off because it didn't make any fucking sense. When he finds him and he's like, yeah. I'll get you out of there, buddy. And, and he, he starts peeling away his face. But why is his face suddenly getting peeled away? Yeah. It's like the wax like bonded to his skin. So then the dude's just How like, is he still alive? He would have died from unspeakable pain. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And absolutely. I'm sure that being covered in wax, like the poor old Tin Man or... No, no. Who was it? Tin Man? Or was... I don't know. One of those old movies. <laughs> They were covered in paint or something, and it was, like, restricting to their lungs. Oh, sure. Yeah. I would imagine. So he would have died of suffocation. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, your skin wouldn't be able to breathe or anything. Either Tin Man or the girl from one of the Bond movie covered in gold or the Green Witch. Lots of people. Yeah, she got set on fire, though. Yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah, he, like, rips his whole face off, basically. Yeah. Like, just clawing For no reason. Face. And then he dies? Well, yeah, he gets decapitated, that... yeah. What? Yeah. Um, gets his head taken clean off. Um, back at the campsite, Paris Hilton and boyfriend are the only ones who are left there, and then they just get killed. Um, in that, a scene that serves no purpose. That could have been cut. Their characters could have, could have, and should have been cut. Yeah, 
it's it's just so that Paris Hilton can have some screen time. She's like running around a warehouse. He's like slicing up through the you know grates in the floor. With you remember that Charles Manson? Yeah, and C C M mm-hmm. C M M C M M C M yeah C M M and uh, Jared and Elizabeth. Uh, <laughs> yeah, close enough. Uh, Paris Hilton is, is the best actress in this movie. Yeah, she ain't bad. No, she's terrible. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I can't even wait for a bit to emerge out of that. She's no. terrible. Yeah, she's real bad. She's like purposely bad. It's one of those things where it's like everybody knew she was going to be bad. They just got her for the name. Weird. That was a dark time in our history. 2005? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when Paris Hilton was at the her prime. Yeah. Um, she gets a pole thrown through her head and then that's it. Does she slide down it? Yeah. Yeah. It like goes through and then she falls forward oh, yeah. on it. And well, then... yeah, there's a long chase scene. Yeah, where she's getting sliced up through the grates. Yeah. Yeah. Or she's in a car too or something? Is there a garage or am I thinking of another movie? Impossible to say. Impossible to say. Are you thinking of Terrifier? No. Oh. We just watched Terrifier last night. See that movie. Very, it's good. very good. It's on Netflix. Check it it's out. It's a nice throwback to 80s slasher movies. Practical effects. A lot of gore. Beautiful. Some disturbing images a la bone tomahawk yeah bone tomahawk boned tomahawk all right we're almost we're almost there we almost got this wrapped thank god i know cmm and carly uh steal a crossbow and run into a movie theater um the guy chases him in were they playing anything oh they're playing uh, yeah what are they uh whatever happened to baby jane house of wax that would have been good no they're playing something really that scene during whatever happened to baby jane where i don't know what that had to do with it <laughs> there was no meaning between that scene and what was that's that a good movie though maybe they're trying to bring up the prestige of this yeah, movie they're elevating it didn't work no um see that movie too yeah chad yeah. michael murray blasts him with two arrows and he falls down what yeah yeah um, they go back to the house of wax so this is where they find out okay so the, the two boys were siamese twins one of them was badly disfigured. That's the backstory. Um, you know. So now we got. Now we we know that there are two brothers. Up until this point, we weren't supposed to know that there were two brothers. When we it was revealed that they were Siamese twins, I saw that starting to happen, and my brain said, "You're not going to pay attention to this," <laughs> and it didn't. You're not going to want this no. information. No. So is this news to you that they were Siamese no, twins? No, because okay. I do remember the end when. <laughs> They oh yeah yeah very artistic ending yeah they die uh, in the position that they were stuck together originally. butt to butt a butt to butt transfer um, heart to heart and butt to butt so the disfigured brothers kind of lumbering around and he brings in the bodies of Paris Hilton and and boyfriend um, so you find out that Bo was the shitty kid Vincent was like the was the freak artist so Vincent is the disfigured one. Um, Chad Michael Murray starts a fire in the basement. They fight. The house is accidentally melting. I can't remember how he starts the fire. It's their work. And uh, the whole house is melting. In the worst CGI in the 2000s. Yeah. Carly bashes Bo to death with a bat. And then uh, Vincent's got her upstairs. And they're like falling through the floor. She, like, falls into a bed at one point and gets, like, stuck in a bed of wax. Yeah, but the wax doesn't melt the way wax would melt. That's weird. They end up digging their way out through the... Logo. Through the logo of the movie, of the building. 
and escape the melting building. And then at the end, like you said, spoiler alert, the uh, Charles Manson is the third brother that we didn't know about. That no one knew about because that doesn't make sense. Yeah. That's such a bad throw-in. The whole movie is a bad throw-in. Well, yeah. Anyway, that's the end of House of Wax. I didn't know that I hated this movie as much as I do. Until we just talked about it now? Yeah. It really awoken, awoken to some things in Awakened. I like Awokened. Mm. <laughs> it... I think I said I'm gonna hold on to these emotions and bury them deep until yeah. we have to until I could release them at Eric's face. Yeah, and you did. I I don't know, man. It's one of those things to me where like it's it's fine for for the product of its time. Like no. it reminds me of like the Thirteen Ghosts, Ghost Ship, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. But like it's not as it's not as straight up offensively bad to me as some of the other ones. Like the Black Christmas one, I don't think it's as bad as the Black Christmas one. I feel like there are more interesting like kills in the Black Christmas one. I don't know. Do you hate it as much as you hated the Prom Night one? That movie fucking sucked. That's dude. our bar for the worst movies. I think it was better than the Prom Night remake. Yeah, I agree. It it had some interesting like the story. It was interesting. It was one of those things too where like. At the time, seeing it in 2005 and not having the precedent of, of any of that stuff, mm -hmm. I think it would have been, you know, fine. Nope. You don't think so? I would have been mad. Wow. Yeah. I would have been mad seeing that movie. Interesting. Having to pay money to see that. It feels like a, a teen date movie. No. <laughs> the last date, maybe. <laughs> yeah. We were trying to get her to break up with you before you yeah. can. Take her to see House of Wax. Yeah. She'll break up with you in a second. Yeah. Well, you were trying to break up with me. <laughs> I've been trying to tell you for a long time. Well, shall we get to the questions? Oh, wow. Sure. Do I have anything else to say about it? Do you have anything else to say about it? It was one of the worst movies I've seen. Wow. And you loved the original. And I loved it. It might be my favorite Vincent Price movie. Because the other movies, like House on the Haunted Hill, mm -hmm. great movie. But he's not the, as much the focus. Yeah. That's House fair. of Wax, it's his show. Yeah, that's very fair. Yeah, I like that. Have one. you seen you've seen the House on Haunted Hill remake? Yeah. Is that the one with Owen Wilson? Is he in that movie? Or is that the, the haunting movie? I get those two confused. No, he's in the haunting. Okay. The House on Haunted Hill has uh, Chris Jeffrey Catan. Rush, right? Yeah, and Chris Catan. Jeffrey Rush. Oh, is he the scientist? He's yeah, Vincent Price's character, isn't he? I think so. Is what's his name in that? Uh, F. Murray Abraham? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he was in one of those. Anyway, my point was to say that that was not a good remake either. But I think as a movie, that's a better movie than the House of Wax remake. Yeah, because it holds on to common sense. Yeah. it Yeah, it takes more from the original, too. This was... They really went... Why didn't they just make a movie of their own? I don't know. I like some of the things they did to this remake, like some of the differences. But then there's other things like why make the entire house wax? That doesn't even that was, make any fucking I sense. That's the thing you would have liked. That they made the whole house wax? I, didn't I like, like it. the town thing. Like I like that instead of just like one little museum on a on a busy street, this is like a secluded town where all the people are waxed. That's creepy. I like that. 
But why does the building have to be wax? That doesn't make any fucking sense. Was the church also made out of wax? No. So only the house of wax is made out of wax. Yeah, it's not a church of wax. <laughs> a movie theater of wax. I just Gas I don't of wax. get it. I just don't get it. Wax station. They weren't living there. Were they living in the wax house? No, they lived in that one house that they attacked. Uh, Jared and... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Elizabeth. 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 Just call me Elizabeth. Just call her Carly. Who? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, but yeah. They, they fucked it up, man. Yeah. And All the right. whole brothers and backstory. Don't give a movie a backstory that doesn't need one. I think that's a, that's a good takeaway Unless here. the movie is going to focus on... Has there the ever characters? been a good remake that explained... That was like it was a good thing that they overexplained the backstory. Like I'm thinking, obviously, most famously of Halloween, where people hated the explanation of the backstory. Yeah. But like we've already come up with two other examples now of movies that they did that: Black Christmas and now this. Has it ever fucking worked? Like My Bloody Valentine, they did that. Was but it that good? Was like, that was more of a, a M Night Shyamalanian twist. Shyamalanian. Nice. Any modern ones? Yeah, I don't I'm know. just wondering if it's ever actually worked. Why do they keep trying? We're talking it? only remakes, right? Yeah, like where there's no backstory, and then in the remake they give additional backstory. Why do they insist on doing that? Did they give one for House on Sorority Row? No, because that was stupid. I don't remember. We saw the backstory happen when they accidentally killed that guy. Oh yeah, yeah. That's anyway. another one where the original one was I liked a lot. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. All right, leprechaun. we've already answered the leprechaun. first question. We get a backstory with Leprechaun. That's more interesting. Yeah. Although that's an entirely different movie. Yeah. Well, this is two. Yeah. We, I wonder what our most different... You think it's probably Leprechaun? Maybe The Thing? Yeah, that was drastically different. Anyway. All right. First question we already answered. Does the remake stand up the original? No. No. Not at all. It melts. And then the most important question. Should House of Wax have been remade? At all. Hmm, that's an interesting question. Thank you. Wow. Oh, do you ask that to all your guests? Yeah. <laughs> uh, what do you think? I don't know. I think just in general, the notion of a house I'm going to cut you off and say no. Is wildly outdated at this point. Yeah. Other than, like, Madame Tussauds, people don't go to, like... Like, even when you're watching the original, it's like, this was a thing. Like, it was a night out. People were excited by it, going to now a we have, fucking house of wax. Well, they didn't have a movie We have fucking then. pornography now. We don't need it. They had it back then. <laughs> Wasn't as good, man, let me tell you. Kind of sure. But anyway, I don't know. I just feel like the whole notion is kind of past its time. Like, we don't need, we don't ever need to see another wax museum movie. I know that I've said in the past that... These old like B movies need to be remade. Yeah. They, those are the ones that deserve remakes. Mm. I don't think this one does. I think it hit everything the way it should have. Yeah, that's very fair. Because they clearly didn't remake it the way. No. They would remake something that you know. Oh, I see the flaws here and here. Right. At least there was no Barker in this one. Yeah, they did get rid of the paddle ball boy. Was this one in three D? I don't think 3D so. Three D was no, two thousand five. I don't think it was back yet. That was a little early. My Bloody Valentine was. Yeah. Well, great. The House of Wax. The House of Wax. We did it. You did it. I did do it. Yeah. Do you have anything else to say about the House of Wax movie? Um, please see the original. Yeah. 
Vincent Price is great. Yeah. Watch more Vincent Price movies. Yeah. With a grain of salt. With a grain of salt. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in. Uh, this has been The Remake Mistake on WolfbaneBlooms.com. Uh, you know, check out the website. We got some cool stuff there. <laughs> Did you plan right. that ahead? Yeah, we'll see you next time.